The Power of Sound, a Monocle 24 collaboration with KEF. My name is Midori Komachi. I'm a violinist and composer, born in Japan, but when I was three, we moved to Hong Kong. When I was eight, we moved to Switzerland. And then when I was 13, we moved to the UK. I am specialized in music by Japanese and British composers. And as well as for composing, I am interested in the relationship between music, space, architecture. The way I started the violin was kind of in an unusual way, I guess. So I grew up in Hong Kong, and there at the time, there was a huge sort of boom for a Japanese anime. And、um, I was very much into this anime called Sailor Moon. And one day, I just、uh, saw this episode where one of the characters turned into a violinist. The character was performing all around the world in a concert hall. And for the first time, I saw kind of like a violinist on stage and thought, that's what I want to be. Music was always part of my childhood, and also it was part of our house, basically. I guess the first moment that I thought. That I, this is something that I could do for the rest of my life.、So、when I,、um, we moved later on to Switzerland, and I had an opportunity to play the meditation of Thais at a church. And I think that was the first sort of more or less a proper concert that I, I had the opportunity of playing. I think I was about 11 at the time. That moment of realizing that the violin sound could transform. In a totally different way, was、um, really inspiring. And also, that music,、um, Meditation of Thais, it, it's really lyrical and meditative. So, I felt that the sense of you know, being able to play music in different spaces and feel that kind of different colors of the sound as well when you perform,、um, I felt that that's、uh, really inspiring. I think the violin is like, it's very close to the human voice. Naturally, physically, we attach the body of the violin between underneath our chin and the shoulder. But right at the edge where the chin rest is, that gets in contact with the neck and where the vocal cord is. So when I play, I feel the vibration from the body of the violin, which is Such an important part of playing the violin. So, we have the left hand technique, which makes a vibrato, so each note can vary the amount of vibration within a note. So, just within each note, there are infinite ways of expression, and that's something that we 
basically violinists spend their entire life working out, you know, one note, how can we make that one note sound exactly how we imagine? And there are just so many possibilities with that. The more details that I could get into the sound, the better the performance turns out to be. Maybe a few years ago, when I performed the Lark Ascending by Vaughn Williams um, with orchestra, and that piece is really, it's all, you know, about kind of reflection and imagining the beautiful landscapes as well. But it really sort of evokes a, a whole new kind of world. And I felt that at that moment that I could really feel each note going through the space. So the moment that I feel that, you know, I, I've done my job as a violinist in a performance is when I can be really selfless and not think about anything else but the sound itself and how it goes through each moment. So it's a constant sort of, you know, tension and release. So that was one moment where I thought, uh, yeah, I, I could really be together with this piece. Those are the moments that I strive for. And those are the moments that give me further motivation to work harder. When I'm um, listening to a piece of music, I'm always interested in how that piece came about and the whole connection between music and places and the cultural heritage as well. So I've always been interested with the connection of the sounds of nature and landscapes that ins have inspired the composers. A lot of composers in the 20th century have been inspired by the landscapes of Britain and also in Japan as well. Japanese composers have always explored that relationship between nature, landscapes and sound. So the sense of place is something that's um, very important to me. The composer Delius, his music is also all about how nature transforms and the color of nature as well. And actually, the way I encountered the music of Delius 
was a little bit unusual in that I hadn't heard any of his music until I saw a painting by、um, Gauguin called Nevermore, which is part of the collection at the Courtauld Gallery. And I had always been interested in the connection between painting and music, color and harmony. And one day, when I went to the Courtauld Gallery and saw this painting by、um, Gauguin, Nevermore, I was really struck by the mysterious atmosphere of this painting. And I just thought that that sort of evoked a kind of a whole story inside the painting. When I went back home and researched about the painting, I found that actually the first owner of that painting was Delius. So I thought, oh, okay, maybe I should listen to a piece by Delius. And I picked up a CD, and the piece was、uh, his violin sonata number three, which he wrote at the end of his life when he was paralyzed and blind. And that whole piece was. Written down on paper by Delius's amanuensis Eric Fenby. And when I heard that music, it was very sort of an emotional moment and thought, this is the kind of music that I really want to play. Somehow, I guess seeing that painting as well had moved me into a particular sound world of color and harmony. So I think the Music of Delius is very hard to describe in words, but once you listen to it, you can definitely identify that this is Delius. It can't be by anybody else. It's that sense of freedom, also that sense of struggle and release that I feel through his music as well that really inspires me. I think each country has its own sounds, iconic sounds. And for me, the sound of the cicada is one that always reminds me of Japan. You don't hear it in the UK, actually. So I sometimes miss those sounds as well. But also in Japan, sometimes in the city, I sometimes forget that I'm in Japan because nowadays it's so globalized and that. I、uh, sometimes forget when I see things visually that I'm in Japan, but it's the sounds that remind me that, oh, yes, I'm in Japan. You hear the sound of the jingles at the train station. So in Japan, each train station has its own jingle. So I'm reminded of the place that I'm in by those sounds. Or, for example, if I hear bells, I'm reminded of the farms in Switzerland. So I grew up next to a farm and would wake up hearing the sounds of the bells from the cows or the running sounds from the sheep. And those kind of sounds, I guess, really stick to your memory.
my whole journey with sound really started from the environment that I grew up in at home, listening to the music from the speakers. My father is a huge fan of Kef speakers, and、um, every weekend would begin with a huge blast of Goldberg variations played by Glenn Gould. And so I would wake up by those sounds, and listening to those sounds as a child really sort of kind of made me feel that music is really part of part of me, and that I feel those vibrations. Again, I think it's all about the vibrations. And then when I go to a concert, that I feel that my entire body is immersed in those vibrations. And I feel that it's so important to to listen, to open our ears and listen to the sounds around us,、uh, because there's so much beautiful sounds all around us that actually, I think most of the time we kind of neglect or don't really realize. And I always realize that myself as a musician, actually. So I think when I open my ears to different music or Go to places and hear different sounds. That really inspires me, and that's I think what makes me want to keep writing music and playing music.